What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Arlington, Virginia, in the heart of Arlington County in Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me for episode 60, as always, to my left, it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? How's it going? I wasn't here last week, so no. uh, always beside you is incorrect. Exactly. Always mm-hmm. except for last week. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, pretty much always for 60 episodes, maybe a, there was maybe a couple few that you weren't here for or I wasn't here for, but uh-huh. I th- I'd say Which is always. our trivia quiz for this week. Right. If you know which ones uh, we missed, uh, please send us an email Paste the nation at gmail.com. Paste the nation at gmail.com. Glad uh-huh. to get that out there early. Mm-hmm. Uh, to my right is an empty seat. That's right. Joanna E. Russo. Not here today. Let's Some start the rumors. Last minute scheduling conflicts. Joanna uh, and Docs cannot be in the same room at the same time <laughs> right. anymore. What's going on with you guys? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Uh, I, um, we had a big fight yeah. and, uh, I get even numbered podcast. She gets odd <laughs> number podcast. She loves odd numbers. Yeah. Uh, so we're both happy with that arrangement. Okay. Uh, so I'm here for episode 60 and, uh, I'm looking forward to, to talking to you all again on episode 62. <laughs> it was, a, it was a nasty custody battle, but, uh, for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so we'll, we'll, uh, hopefully have her back next week. I'm sure we'll have her and, back. And, and you week. know, um, God bless you, Farley, for being in the middle of it right. and, and, and not taking <laughs> right. sides. Right. It's been uh, difficult. Very, very difficult on you. I want to. I just want to go out there and say that I appreciate how you, you have uh, hand, handled yourself not throughout a, this whole thing. Um, I'm not even sure if you knew that there was a conflict going on because you've been on your phone the whole time, but whatever. <laughs> not until now. Yeah. So oh, thank okay. you for alerting me to yeah. that conflict. But hopefully we can iron all that out and we'll have her back in studio next week. Uh, but... In the meantime, Docs, big show to get to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited to be joined by a real inspiring story. Local road racer Jamie Watts is going to join us in studio. Uh, and I'll say this. I think her story is incredible, and it really shows the power of the human spirit. Absolutely. And we're excited to be able to talk to her about her road races, uh, what she's overcome to be able to complete all these road races, 34 by her 34th birthday. She has cerebral palsy and is truly inspiring. And she caught the eye of the Washingtonian and author Caroline Cunningham wrote a feature article on her. It's called Amazing Racer. Uh, and that just came out in the July edition. I brought a couple copies here. I'm going to get her to sign my copy. Really excited about that. Uh, but yeah, so we'll, we will talk to her and uh, hear her story and how she's done it and how she's done these 34 races in 30, by the time she's 34. And a lot of good stuff to get into with her. Excited about her joining us in studio. Also today on the program, you were in Vegas last week. You also were in San Diego. So we got to get updates on that. Well, you tracking my phone? <laughs> I was. Uh, I also had you place a couple bets for me in Vegas, mm. so we can talk about that. Yeah. We also want to talk in the news. Nike was suing somebody, then they're not suing somebody, so we'll have to sort all that out. Additionally, we got the beer mile coming up July 9th, so we'll talk about that. And a, a happy hour uh, July 30th. So a lot to get into today's uh, on today's program. 
So much to get into. Where should we start? Well, quickly on the Vegas thing. Okay. I, I made the New Year's resolution to gamble more. Mm-hmm. And I sent you off to Vegas. I forgot to bring the podcast shirt over, but I was sure yeah. to bring the money over. I noticed you still didn't bring the podcast no, shirt you're, over. You're right. Uh, so what I texted Farley, I, I told him, I said, hey, get me one of these Pace the Nation t-shirts so that when I'm out west, yep. I can advertise the show. Because thinking about going and walking around all these tourist areas, seeing if somebody recognizes it or yep. if somebody asks something or go run in it. It totally slipped his mind when he came over at midnight after I was already asleep for my my six a.m. flight to the, to give me cash. Yeah, you you can see where my priorities are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I forgot the shirt. Forgot the shirt again. Didn't bring it to the studio. Next time, definitely get next next time. Uh, we are in studio together. But uh, I did give you uh, for episode sixty two. <laughs> I did give you uh, yeah. So I gave you some cash and. Mm-hmm. I, I sent you off for the task to to bet on the the NBA finals. Well, no, you gave me the cash, right? And then you said I'll let you know what I want you to. Be. So you you didn't even have anything itching that you were like, ooh, put some put some money on this. Right. You were just like, I need you to have money while you're in Vegas so that I can text you at my whim. Yes. Uh, for you to run to the sports bet. That's book. That's 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 more accurate. Yeah. yeah. So I. Uh, Wanted to, you know, first night you're out there, I'm super excited, NBA Finals, and I have you put money on the Warriors, and guess what happened? You jinxed the team, and uh, <laughs> loyal listener Raymond is very happy, as a Cleveland that I, fan, yeah. that you bet on the Warriors. Bet That's on the Warriors. That's what happened. They were a big, fat loser. Uh, the Nationals, I said, all right, I can't go wrong with the Nationals. They're in a huge heater at that point. Mm-hmm. So I put I had you put some money on the Nationals, and this, guess what happened there? This is a great story. So I was in we we were at, I was at a conference. I was with a colleague, and we had a break. And I got a text message from Farley, and he says, "Hey, hey, drop some cash on this Nats game, mm-hmm. having just lost the the Warriors, Warriors game." So he says, "Drop some cash on this Nats game uh, for me." So my colleague and I we walk. We walk to the book, the sports book, which because the the conference is in the casino, mm-hmm. and I put the money down on the table, uh, place the bet, and immediately my colleague places twice as much money on the exact opposite pick, other side of yeah. He picks <laughs> so the Cubs, the, the Cubs, and I mm-hmm. pick the and Nets. and then the the. The the guy behind, he's like, you guys should have just bet with each other. Right. And so Vegas uh, wouldn't win the juice. That yeah. guy was right. Yeah. Or I should have not bet at all. Right. Well. well. And I, but I told the guy, I told I told him too. I was like, dude, why didn't you just bet with me? He's like, he's, he just got an itch. He just got a feeling like when yeah. I placed that bet, he's like, well, that's not going to happen. So, so he didn't really know he was going to put the action down on that until after I put the money down. And then he realized the Farley Jinx was uh-huh. in effect, and then he doubles up on it. Yeah. And... Sure enough, uh, the Nats lose that one. And that was like one of the only games they lost in a stretch of 10 games. And I was Mm -hmm. betting betting with them. and So I just couldn't win. So I I just said, you know what, Docs, you tell me. And you put money on for for me on uh, Argentina. Right, to win the whole Copa. Win the whole thing, and it looks like they're going to do that. So if anybody wants wants to, um, you know, Give us cash or next time to Vegas on the next Pace the Nation trip out to Vegas. Uh, go with Dox's uh, vibes, not mine. That's my advice to you. Because it looks like uh, 
Argentina is going to take the uh, Copa America title. Well, everybody will know this by now. But this yeah, is the true. interesting thing. So I go I, – for those of you that aren't degenerate gamblers, right. uh, you you will know exactly my frame of mind as well. I don't really know that much about uh, – now I do. I, I, I got all the numbers and everything figured out. But I, I just like, all right, well, I'll bet on these guys and whatever it pays. You know, I'm, it's a mystery to me how, how, how all these numbers work. Right. It's very sim- It's actually very simple. Um, but the there were odds for each team to win, and they, they had this whole sheet printed out. Because you, you can bet on Super Bowl now, too. You know, you right. Place future bets. Fu- future bets. Exactly. So you could bet on the tournament winner, not just the games today, but then you can also bet on the tournament winner. And I went up and... and it said seven to five odds for Argentina to win. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you put down, I guess... The, seven dollars, you would win five. Is no. the way that one w- would work, yeah. No, you put down five and you win seven. It's seven to five. That's like when it's 15 to one, you, you put down one and you get 15. Okay. So it's seven to five, so you should get good odds on this, right? Like, I, I know this much. Okay, like, yeah. Look, Maybe at, I shouldn't be gambling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I go up, I walk up to the counter, and I, I have the sheet in hand, and I say, hey, I, uh, I would like to put down my, this money for Argentina to win the whole thing. And the guy looks at me, and he goes, the odds have changed. They're now minus 130. Right. I had no idea what, what that, that meant. meant. That's like even that's like that's like two different languages, because it, it used to be odds like you know, seven to five, and right. now he's telling me the, minus the, one, the money line. But I was like, "What would Chris do?" Right. Like, you got to pretend like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You can't. You can't yeah, go up there and exactly. say, "Oh, well, what does that mean?" Right. Or, or walk away, act like you've been there before. So I was like, "That's fine. I'll take it." Yeah. Because I, and and then like when I walked away, then I I think I wrote you and I was like, "It's minus thirty one thirty now. I don't know what that means." Yeah. And you're like, "What it means is that." You you place a hundred dollar bet, hundred and thirty dollar bet. Oh yeah, you, you win a hundred bucks. If it's a minus sign, yeah. then that's how much you have to bet to win a hundred dollars. Right. So those are your odds. And if it's a plus sign, that's how much you get if you make a hundred dollar bet. Correct. Now of course you don't have to bet in hundreds. Right. You can uh, bet ten dollars and get you know or bet just move thirteen the decimal dollars. Point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's just it's just simple math. But uh, at this point, and I was like, it, it really. It was still in the first round of the Copa America. For them to be minus one thirty at that point, they, they swindled me. But it was the day after Brazil just got knocked out of the oh, tournament, and I'm pretty right. sure that that because uh, I think even Argentina had one more. They they'd only played two games to that point of the three first round games, right? And then they'd have three knockout games. It's it's crazy that they were minus one thirty for the whole tournament. Um, we should have gotten better odds, but. Still looks like a pretty good looks bet. Looks like a good bet at this point now that Argentina and by I, the time this posts Yeah, we'll know. We'll have known. You'll know why Argentina right. didn't win. <laughs> right, because um, I jinxed them, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh that is the degenerate gambling right. story for all of our many, many, many uh listeners who don't care about gambling. At all. Yeah. yeah. I, I just have to say I am glad. Gambling is only legal in Vegas. Sports uh, gambling. Yeah, me Sports too. gambling, only, only legal in Vegas. I think it's perfect. Because I'm not an online game. I just like to I just like to put, you know, some money down when, when I go or you go or Mark Draft goes. I, I tell you what, if you are going to Las Vegas and you want to make some cash, get some cash from Farley and <laughs> promise him that you'll bet on whatever he bets. Right. And then you and then just, just you just bet you know, you just keep the cash. That's genius. Eventually, whatever he has, he's going to lose it all. <laughs> That's genius. So you're fine, and you can just keep whatever he gives you. That's smart. 
Yeah. Very smart, Docs. Well, we're going to get more into your Vegas trip. You're also in San Diego. Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, later in the program. But next up, excited to be joined in studio by local road racer. She's in the most recent Washingtonian. Her, the article is Amazing Racer by Caroline Cunningham. An inspiring story. It's Jamie Watts next year on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. Thanks again to Jamie Watts for joining us here in studio. Inspiring individual. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. We certainly did. Again, you can see her June 30th at her birthday slash launch party at 6 o'clock in Guapos, at Guapos there uh, in Sherlington. And there was a point in the interview where you asked if she was a, a role model for other people with CP. Yep. And I, I got to be honest, I think she's a role model for everybody. Yeah. She's so positive. I, I, I love the way she approaches um, all of the, the races that she does, the training that she does, the, the positive mental attitude. Yep. Um, like giving herself a, a, a pep talk about, all right, at mile seven, uh, you're going to hit the wall and you got to keep going, you know, like, like, uh, but everything is accomplished with, with uh, positive mental attitude. It, it's just so inspiring for everybody. She's a role model for everybody. I agree. It's, it's uh, really, that was a really fun interview. I, I, I think that's well put. You know, she was way more positive than both of us combined, mm -hmm. just upbeat, happy, and, you know, just such a great attitude. And that was really Really, something that that you know, I took I took away from the interview and knowing her for as long as I have. I mean, that is just a characteristic about her that's just awesome. Yeah, but to be honest, finding uh, somebody who's more positive than I am is like <laughs> shooting fish in a that's, barrel. That's true. Uh -huh. It is very true. So that's I mean, that's not really it's saying not a high bar. That's, yeah, that's not really giving credit to to uh, her attitude. But um, I, I see where you're going with that. Well, uh, do check out the article in the uh, Washingtonian. It's out in the July issues, uh, and it's at all newsstands here in the DMV area. Uh, really cool story. Amazing racer. All right, Docs, I did want to get back into Vegas, and as I mentioned before, I lost all my money. Uh, How did you do? Well, I lost all your money for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big gambler. Like, I, I don't need to have action on sports, right. you know? But I, I did uh, I did throw a little bit of cash down on Argentina winning the whole thing as well. So, right. so I, basically, I think we were talking about it, and, and I said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And you're like, all right, put the rest of my money on that. And, right. And I put a little bit of cash on that. Um, so I don't know how that one's going to pay off. It, it, it would normally have paid off had you not spoiled it. Right. Uh, I'm worried about the, the Farley karma. Right. Um, like some of the other guys that were out there, they're they're playing blackjack, you know, like at the big tables. I like to sit at the kids' table, mm -hmm. um, and I'll, I'll play a little bit of blackjack, but just you know, just for fun. Blackjack. I made some cash at blackjack. Nice. But I actually I went, I played the penny slots. Okay. Uh, there was a Princess Bride penny slot. You know the movie The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. You probably don't. I, I, I do know of it. I can't. I couldn't. Uh, it's like a, it's got a cult following and people can quote it and all yeah. this stuff. It's one of yeah. the best movies ever. It's okay. so good. Yeah. Um, and they had the penny slot there and I was like, yeah, I'm going to play this. 
So I put a twenty dollar bill in there, mm-hmm. and it's it's just a ridiculous game because you hit the you hit the bet button. You have no idea what's happening. Now you know slots. Your chances of winning slots are awful. I mean, those are well, the, the worst odds in the entire casino. Wrong. Uh, the the slots are rigged for a like a ninety six ninety seven percent payout, which means that the that they're guaranteed to make money for the for the casino. Right. Um. But I don't think that they're the worst. I think there's there's the card games you have like way less odds. All right. Well, again, this isn't a gambling podcast. Correct. But or uh, a math podcast. Right. Okay. Um. But anyway, I sat down at that. I put a twenty dollar bill in there. I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, you just hit the button, and then all these things come up, and you don't know what's a winning combo or what's a losing combo. You don't know, like, you think that's good, and then you get, like, whatever back. But then there's a combo that takes you to the fire swamp, and that's where you make your cash on the Princess Bride slot machine. Is is the fire swamp a scene? It's out a of reference, Princess- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, then, and then a fire swamp, you, like... You you have to like try to walk through this fire swamp, okay, and uh, and so you you pick the the spots and then it, it and it's it's like one of these things where the game's basically playing itself for you and you're just kind of like watching and you have no idea whether it's good or bad and but when you're in the fire swamp that's when you're making your cash. Were you entertained by this fire swamp? Yeah. And the way this thing. Okay, <laughs> I could see you being riveted to this. I mean, okay. yeah, I brought one of my friends over. I was yeah, like, you were I was so like, excited to play this. Okay. No, I, not like I didn't r- right. run away from the machine. Right. I was like, there's a princess bride. Let's go. Let's go play this one. Right. Anyway. Uh, the fire swamp was really good for me, uh, and then my my um, after the fire swamp, I was up to ninety bucks. Wow! So, so I put a twenty dollar bill in. Investment. Yeah. yeah. Well, I made it all in the fire swamp. So then, so then I cashed out. You're on fire. Uh, and then we went back. So we, I think that same day we had it. Uh, we went to another place like a like a work function. Okay. And then when we came back, I was showing some other guys that I was like, oh, this is the Princess Bride thing. And there was a girl sitting there. She made one hundred and fifty bucks in the fire swamp. Wow. Like she made some good choices. Better, you know, twice as good as I did. So I made some cash at the Princess Bride one mm-hmm. uh, slot. And there was another one where, because like a lot of guys, I had, I had one guy who was there who was uh, every waking moment he was gambling. And early in the week, he was way up. And, and by the end of the week, when he got on the plane, he was way, way down. I, I, I can't do that. I don't, I don't right. want to be that guy. So I'm like walking around. I'm doing this stuff. I was just, and, and I don't like the gambling crowds. Right. You know, so I like the afternoon gambling a little bit because right. there's, you, know, you get the table to yourself. And so one afternoon, I went to the Flamingo. Okay. I was just walking around on the strip, and I walked in the Flamingo. I knew that they had pizza there. So I was just going to go buy a slice of pizza, kind of like an airport, you know, like, mm-hmm. like airport pizza or whatever. Nothing special. And I go and I buy a slice of pizza, and it's nine bucks for a, for a piece of pizza. A pizza should be... Airport pizza. You sh- yeah, you this should be on gourmet. Your, yeah, you should be on your way to a full pizza right. at $9. So I was so mad, I was like, fine. So I sat down at a blackjack table. Oh, no. This is uh, how it could go terribly wrong. And I, I played blackjack till I was up 50 bucks. Wow. And then I walked out. Because I was like, I got to pay for this pizza, and then I got to stick it to the casino. So there's a good chance that, that, that the Flamingo Casino closes its doors uh, pretty soon. Because you, you took them for 50 bucks. Well, $41. Oh, that's true. They took me they for $9 at the, pizza, at the pizza counter. Wow. Uh, I am going those, to Vegas with, with Docs. That's, that's impressive. Those are my, those are my, uh, my, my gambling uh, victories in, in, in Vegas. I also had, I had another blackjack thing. Score? 
Yeah, I was up and I, I, I made some cash over at the Paris as well. Wow. Dur- during the day. You card counting? I mean, this is unbelievable. You're just making like small amounts of cash, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with you next time because when I go, I don't end up that lucky, I've gambled but... with you and we got <laughs> taken to the to the woodshed. Yeah, we did. We the have. only time I've ever been taken to the woodshed at, yeah. at, at a blackjack table is when I was with you. Yeah, that is, that is true. true story. I'm glad you were successful there in Vegas at uh, the blackjack table and the Prince's Bride slots. Yeah. Uh, while you were out there, did you get any running in? I did. Okay. I mean, it, like, I was awake at 5 a.m. every day. Yeah. I was in bed by 8.30 at night. So you're still on East Coast time. I stayed on okay. East Coast time. Nice I was I was boring. <laughs> like, we had, we had evening events that I had to leave early because I was like, I'm falling asleep. I'm going to bed. Did you go any shows, any Cirque du Soleil? Or no. Any, okay. No, no, no. Like that. Okay. So I'd get up at 5 a.m. and go out at like 5.30. You know, like you, you get ready for run and then, then I'm out the door Joanna by like 5.30. Style. Yeah. Nice. I like, I, I can appreciate it now. Yeah. Too wow. bad. You too could bad we don't relate. Too bad we don't talk to each other anymore. Right. Too bad you guys aren't uh, on the same shows. Right? Yeah. Um, when you see her, tell her I, I, I kind of get okay. her now. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, and you, you got to in Vegas. I mean, it would be over 100 degrees, blazing oh, sun. Oh, super hot when no you were there shade. last week, too. Yeah. So I, I and, and uh, Chris K, former guest Chris K, uh, yep. hooked me up with a uh, place to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, a running route, nice. yes, yeah, via Joanna, who doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> nice. Um, so I, I knew, like, I, I did my route, and I, I would run to UNLV, and then run around there. It's not great, but it's there's no traffic, so like you cross like two roads, you're off the strip. That's better than any time I've been there. Yeah, because I'm stopped at every stoplight until you can get into Old Vegas, and then you're stopped yeah. less, but. No, okay. you you just run run to UNLV, UNLV. Okay, and you can run you can run around the school, you can run through the school, uh, so that was pretty good, and and the weather was pretty good in the morning as well. At five thirty, so. yeah. So I got my runs in, and yeah, that was no issue. What was your longest run when you were out there? Five, five. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was. Well, uh, actually, I think I went six miles. That's, that's good. I mean, just getting anything in. Yeah. I always, and I mean, I guess I've tried to get on the treadmill and do more. It's 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 tough in in Vegas. But to be honest, like they had us on such lockdown. If I didn't run at five thirty in the morning, that was all you could do. Yeah. So I got my I got my runs in, and the other good thing about getting your run in early in the morning is that you can do people watching in in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, you, you, like I, I texted you guys this story. I had my my PTN heartstrings pulled a little bit because there was a guy. He he's walking in front of the casinos, and there was this group of girls behind him. And they were trying to guess what his tattoo was. It, it was the outline of a state. And, and they were like, what is that? And he's like, that's where I'm from. And they're like, yeah, but what is that? And they're like, he's like, that's my state. And they're like, what state is it? And he goes, guess. And they were making guess after guess, like horrible guess after horrible guess. Like they were like, Texas. I was like, how do you not know what Texas looks like? Right. Texas, they, I, I even know. They, they guessed, I think they guessed five or six states and and uh and then he was like nope and they're like like well we don't know any more states i was so embarrassed i was like i i uh <laughs> and it was new hampshire it was new hampshire right yeah i just couldn't believe that 
like I was so sad. It was so for, sad. You're sad for mm-hmm. the millennials out there. We've talked about millennials on the show. Were those millennials that we're trying to guess? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, man, this. Is, so it's Farley. It's not just you. Like right. I know you wouldn't have been able to get it, but there was a group of five girls from Arizona who also couldn't get. I, New I was hope. I, I knew that you, because I, I got the text. I knew it was New Hampshire. I was hoping you would set me up to make me feel. <laughs> <laughs> if I yeah, Farley, like, do you know what? Yeah, you know what state that was? Yeah. Yes, New Hampshire. Bang! Yeah. Drop the mic and roll. Yeah. No, that is uh, that is funny. I might have I might have gotten New Hampshire. Probably not. I'd say less than fifty percent chance, but. Well, we'll try. Somebody draw a map of New Hampshire. New Hampshire and, let's just yeah. let's do state silhouettes for a future PTN. Uh, That'd be great. Uh, that would be a great trivia contest yeah. for the next. Uh, well, great trivia contest that I'd I'd lose terribly in. Yeah. So, I also I, it just was great people watching. It was the Electric Daisy Carnival that weekend. Yeah. Which is I don't know what that means, but I I I think that's a like a music festival. Um, that attracts young people that dress very uh, outrageously. <laughs> uh, so it was very interesting people watching and a wide variety of tattoos. Now, I'm looking up the Daisy Festival here. Um, the Electric Daisy Carnival. Uh, the, Daisy Fest- the Daisy Festival is probably something in New Hampshire. You're right. There is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the Electric Daisy Carnival is June 17th through 19th mm-hmm. at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. All right, so what I'm reading here is they are describing it as a place where people can gather around the living room for some super-blooming beats and funk-defied freaks. So um, That doesn't help anybody. It's, no, it, <laughs> it doesn't. I'll tell you what it is. It's too much for me. It's a lot of tattoos, yeah. lot, a lot of... Hey, flower tattoos? No, 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 no. no. Just it, ta- yeah. It, I, I, it's not a tattoo festival. I have nothing wrong with tattoos. Right. What I meant by the wide variety of tattoos, because I, I know plenty of people that have tattoos. Lisa Reeves, yeah. We talked about her on the show today. Yeah. Okay. She- We're not going to make a list of people that have <laughs> tattoos, because that's not what I meant. I, I, I didn't mean to say like it's a, it's a tattoo thing. I just meant like it's a the, the spectrum on tattoos is is really enormous in right. Las Vegas. Um, and, and I think that you can tell a lot about somebody from their tattoos. For instance, I texted you guys this. Las Vegas is the answer to the question, where did I see a girl with a guillotine tattooed on her left calf and a gallows pole tattooed on her right calf? Right. I just think that, that having two forms of old school capital punishment right. on your calves <laughs> right. is, is a really interesting choice. Uh, and I'm sure that there's an interesting conversation with this with this person. I don't know anybody in my interactions. I, I live in too sheltered of a world. Right. I don't typically interact with people that have have uh, tattoos like that. Now I know what a guillotine is. What was the mm-hmm. other one? The gallows pole. That's, what is that? That's where you, the hangman. Oh, that's where. Okay. That's you know? where, Okay. We go to the town square and you'd get hung. right. Okay. Right, and maybe get some some ice cream after. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hunged? No, it's hanged. I think it's hanged. Hangman. Yeah, it's hanged. It's not, hung is hung jury. Yeah, hung jury. Hanged is when you 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 hanged your. I think you get hung. I, I think it's, it's the person got hanged. Well, we'll never know. Anyways, uh, so yeah, it, that is that is a unique uh, it, place for that sort of. Yeah. So I mean, tat, capital I mean, punishment. 
yeah, Vegas. So, so all I meant is is that that Vegas has like this wide variety of people, and it's it's sure. uh, uh, anyway. It was okay for me to experience while I had to be there. Um, I was on the West Coast. I had to get out for the weekend. So um, Saturday morning, I went to Zion National Park in Utah. It's about a three-hour drive away. And I went hiking for the weekend um, because I had my fill of electric daisy (laughs) carnival fans uh, and chain-smoking slot slot machine jockeys. And and, uh, I, I needed to go somewhere where my phone... Didn't have service, so Farley couldn't say, can I borrow some cash? I have a really right. good feeling about Verlander <laughs> <Right>. today. Yeah, <laughs> that is a, I never said that, but that is something I would say. I, I needed yeah. just in case, right. you know. So I, I went to Zion, and Zion was amazing. Yeah. Um, on Saturday, we went on this hike where we went, like, instead of a trail, um, you you walk up this this riverbed or this like with the water in it so you, the water is at least up to your ankles sometimes up to your waist and you're just in this canyon so you have these like huge uh several thousand foot i'm guessing uh cliff walls on on either side and you just you can go forever like you 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 i don't know if people hike to well i'm sure people hike to the end because mm-hmm. there's a lot of extreme hikers but it's just so cool uh, so I did that on, on and that's in Utah. It looks Utah, like I'm looking yeah. it up. Yeah. Wow. That seems like I mean I don't know how you get from I'm trying to look at a map here, which is always dangerous. Uh-huh. You just take the you drive north. Drive north. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can see that Vegas there. Actually, I I um when I moved when I was younger when I was a young lad, I lived out in California. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there for six months. This is right after I graduated college. I stayed there for six months. And then I drove back east, back to Virginia. And when I was in the desert going east, the sun went down, so you couldn't see anything. Right. And I actually drove to Zion National Park. It was pitch black, no lights, no street lamps or anything. I drove into the park, went to the visitor center. Actually, it was, I, I found out it was the museum. It, and I, I parked my car and I slept in the car that night and then woke up in the morning and saw all the cliffs and everything. It was amazing. It was wow. like one of the coolest things to wake up to because because I it I got there I didn't see any of it because it was so pitch black, you know. And uh so I got up in the morning and I went and I actually went on the same hike except I didn't I, I went as far as you can go without going into the water. Uh and then I then I drove to Colorado. It looks like a cool uh spot there, Zion National Park. It's cool, yeah. The St. George is close by there. I know there's a marathon in St. George that's supposed to be beautiful. Well, now we're talking your language. Very hilly, but beautiful. Yeah. So good for you for getting out of the... uh, Got out of the city. City into uh, national parks and the nature. Yeah. Well done. And I I will say the next day, I hiked from the, the, the valley up to the top of one of the peaks uh, called Angel's Landing. Which was uh, you would have hated it because it's <laughs> I hate heights. I'm not I'm not fond of heights myself, right. and I know that you have a bigger fear than me. Huge. And you're like when you're on this thing, they 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 literally have chains that they've attached to the boulders because there's parts where you have to hold on to chains in order to get to the top. I would not do that. And, That's ridiculous. And and you 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 climb. There's a part where you're like, you're like how climbing. many people die doing that? They, I think they've had six people die in the last ten years. That's 
Too many. It, it, you, you can die on it, yeah. Too many, I'm out. Yeah. I was glad I didn't know the number. They just said people yeah. die, and then I saw it on the way down. I was thinking it was probably like six people a day, you know, dying on this thing because, uh, yeah. because I was... And at the top, there's all these people taking these funny photos, like where they're hanging over the edge and all right. this stuff. Uh, and I, I told them, I was like, bits. I was like, these are these are great. I love these pictures. I can't watch you do no, this. I, I can't stop. watch you take these yeah, pictures. It, it, like, I'm not comfortable with it. Um, and they're like, what What are you doing? You know, there's like kids like prancing around on top. And I'm like, I can't. But did it you, was it was unbelievable. Did you see any wildlife out there? Yeah. Tons of deer. Yeah. Uh, we had, there was these hawks that were flying when we were at the top, there was like hawks flying below us, which was cool. No bears. No bears. Okay. I wanted to talk about a story later on about a marathon and a bear, but, uh, no, yeah. you didn't see any bears. Okay. Yeah. All right. So after that you flew to San Diego, right? I did. And that, that was the whole reason I stayed over the weekend is because I had to be on the West coast two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it just doesn't make sense to fly, fly home back and then and fly back. Right. So, well, good choice. Um, Zion was fun. I get to San Diego and, um, the guy picks me up at the airport and it's really weird. Cause my hotel was just, just around the corner from the airport. And the guy was so mad. Like he, like the whole drive, he was telling me how, he was like, he pointed to me where the waiting area is. So we drive by and he goes, that's where we have to wait for a uh, fare. Uh, and there's there's 200 cars just sitting in this big lot. Mm-hmm. And he says, I've been, I've been waiting there for three hours for this fare. <laughs> like you're around the corner. You're not even going, you're not even going cross town. You know, he was like yelling at me, not yelling. I, right. I, I'm, I'm sensitive, but right. he was, he was like complaining that the fare was going to be too cheap. Because I was so close, right? But but it's very interesting because he's he's like pointing. This is where I have to wait, and I, and I was like, oh, so. And he's like, I have to go back there. I'm going to be waiting there for three hours. Like you you wait forever, and and uh, so he was mad because he was like, this isn't even you know minimum wage, but whatever. I don't know if he's trying to guilt me into giving him, him a, big a big tip, tip or yeah. whatever. But it, it's very turn offish, like right. the, the way he was doing it. But he had me flustered, and I left my phone in his car. Ugh. And. Uh, so I, I check in to the hotel. I get all my stuff out except for the phone. I check in and I go upstairs and I've got this great view and I want to make you guys jealous. So I, I You I, wanted to send us a picture. I wanted oh. to send you a picture and I'm like, oh my God, where's my phone? Oh, this would be my personal Armageddon. You would not oh. have gone that long. You would have the guy wouldn't have driven off. You would have right. you would have I been would chasing have him down. You'd right. be like, My phone's definitely in that car right. because I've gone five seconds without <laughs> right. checking my right. my phone. I go down to the front desk. I was panicked, right? Sure. Oh. Like I, I was not calm, cool, and collected. I was panicked. I was like, oh, I left I left my phone, whatever. I wasn't thinking. She was like, is it an iPhone? Yeah. She's like, was it, we, first we called it. And, and of course, nothing because I have, have it on silence. Silent, right. And, and she's like, is it an iPhone? Yeah. She's like, oh, we'll just do the iPhone tracker and we'll see where it is. And I look it up and it's in the parking lot. That he and I was like, that's the parking lot that he's got to wait there. You know, I was like, oh, cool. Oh, so he's in the line yeah. that he was bitching about being. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. I was like, I know exactly where he is. So I run out and I get another cab and I go over there and and the, the cab driver I've got he doesn't know he, he doesn't have an iPhone so I can't do the old right. like search whatever and I know which cab company it is so I'm like running up and down like looking into the back seat of these cars and I I get one guy. Well, I tell the guys, I was like, hey, it's this guy, whatever. They're like, talk to him. So I, 
I knock in the guy's window and he's like, he does not want to talk to me. And he's like, what, what can What's I going do? On? And I was like, I explained to him, I've lost my phone. It's in one of these guys' cars. Can you call dispatch? And he goes, well, you can call them yourself. And I was like, well, that's true, except as I just told you, I left <laughs> I my phone, phone in the back of the car, so I can't call them. <laughs> right. You know, but it, the guy was so lazy, he didn't even want to call dispatch. So they called, and then some other guys, hey, what are you doing? So it was really cool. I had like three or four taxi drivers that are bored. You know, I'm breaking up the day as they wait for two, three hours. They're helping me find the car. They're just like, go into that car, go into that car. So I'm checking the back seats of all these cars. Well, meanwhile, they had called dispatch and, and they found, like, they told him, okay, went to this, this hotel. And so they called that guy. They actually tracked him down. So then he puts the phone in the front seat. So I'm checking the back seat of all these cars, oh, no. like, looking in. And, and like, of course, the guy's not at the car, you right. know? But, but then when I went into his car, he's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was like, I'm looking for my phone. He goes, it's in the front seat. So, oh. so, so I got it and I was like, thank you. And whatever, you know, I thank these other guys and, I, it was such a that uh, is a that that is a very stressful situation. Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Where it was w- w- being away from home, especially because yeah. you can't just go to the store and no. and yeah, being away from home and 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 I'm supposed to meet up with other people that day. Like, how can they get in touch with me if I don't have my phone? And so was he? Did you tip him when you saw him because he had your phone? No. No. No, he's still upset about your first tip. Well, right. yeah, I mean, like the, the again, no customer service there. Right. If, right. if he had been right. like, he was alerted that I was there, and he was still three rows away, ten cars up, chatting with his buddies. Like you, he didn't, he didn't make any effort to get that right. phone back to me. He actually could have driven it back to the to the hotel, which was five minutes away, right? Uh, and brought it, and then I would have paid him. Right. I, well, I he didn't want to lose his space in line. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could have paid him some of that scratch you won on Blackjack or on the uh, Princess Bride. How much would you have tipped the guy when you got your phone? When you got your phone back, uh, I would give him everything in my wallet. Even even though he didn't do anything to to get it. Yeah, and I probably wouldn't have much in my wallet, but uh, <laughs> maybe twenty bucks. Yeah, but do you, really, you think that that deserved another tip? Probably, if he made some effort. I he didn't. Okay. I, I should have tipped the other guys that were walking they around. Were, yeah, that's true. Actually, I, what I did was I tipped the driver. There was a driver who drove me there and waited the whole time and then drove me back, and that guy was talking to people and calling people. I tipped him. You tipped him. All yeah. right. You All can't right. tip everybody. No, that's true. All right. Well, uh, it sounds like uh, your trip to, to San Diego was a little bit of everything, or your, your entire trip out west was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Any other highlights from San Diego? I saw Steve-O in Ensenadas. <laughs> Steve-O from Jackass. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Uh, any good runs out there uh, in San Diego? Yeah, dude. I, I ran in Balboa Park for the first time in my life. Okay. Um, probably many years too late. I think if my parents had helped me back in high school one year, I probably would have run the uh, Foot Locker out That's there. That's where, where Foot Locker is held. Yeah. Yep. I, but I couldn't I couldn't find the course. The, yeah. I don't know where it is. I actually thought about texting Julie and asking her which part of the park it's right. in. Uh, I know she's been out there she's been out recently. There a number of times, yeah. yeah. I, I thought about texting her because I wanted to run like where that course is. Right. It's an enormous park. And I, I would say San Diego seems to be a very lovely place for homeless people to live. <laughs> well, the weather's good all the time. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, San Diego is a very runner-friendly town. Yeah. It's uh, – especially yeah. if you do this – like, you don't even have to run in the afternoon. I mean, you don't even you, have to run in the San morning. San Diego, you, you mean, is it? A- Dude, there's like – I was reading – I was looking for places to run, and they they had, like, the best places to run in San Diego, and one of them was take the train, a one-way train up the coast, and then run back to San Diego on the Pacific Coast Highway. That's a great idea. What a great idea, yeah. Yeah. So I took the train up, but then I just went and, and uh, did some drinking and, and right. And, so you didn't do the yeah the run back. But I did the, the train ride was beautiful. I was looking the whole way up. I was like trying to figure out how to, how would you run back? Right. Like where are the trails? It seems like that's something you'd need to go with somebody who knows how to do it first. So there are trails. It's not like you're running on the highway. I don't right. know. All right. Well, I'd do that. That sounds that sounds more my speed. Yeah. All right, well, Joanna was in New Jersey, and unfortunately we can't get her update, but she was texting some awesome pictures, too. It was like, during this week, it was a competition between who could send the most beautiful picture. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting at home in front of my, uh, in my living room, and I had nothing to share, but uh, yeah. my two co-hosts were out gallivanting around the country, uh-huh. beautiful hiking spots, running spots, so I was jealous, I have to admit. Yeah. Although I think I won. You definitely did win, but you traveled <laughs> a lot longer to get there, so I don't know. I, I would say you did win, though. Some of those shots you were sending us, pretty cool. So one one more thing, Farley. Yeah. I, I have to thank you for taking my trash out uh, <laughs> and and bringing this, the, the bins back in. Yes. I, I appreciate that. Well, a lot of people don't know I run by your house. That's my regular run. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Strava. And you can see that I run the same run over and over and over again. And your house is on the route. Yeah. So I... Uh, oh, don't tell people that. Oh, well, they don't know where, what part of the eight miles your house is. Uh-huh. Somewhere in Arlington. But it's an Arlington route. And so I ran and one day, took the trash out, ran the next day, put the cans back. Yeah, so, I appreciate that. Yeah, not, not a problem. Um, did you uh, listen to last week's show? I did. I guess you did because you heard that your trash cans got... Well, you would have seen that your trash cans got... Well, I, I knew cans. then, and, and as I was listening to the show, I thought about sending you a text message and thanking you, <laughs> but then I thought, um, better that I just ignore it and then bring it up while we're recording. Right. That's because, probably smarter. Because uh, I think a lot of our relationship now is not talking at no. all unless it's on on a recording unless we're on the podcast mm-hmm. it's not worth i don't like wasting stuff just on no, you i know it's not you know? worth even interacting <laughs> i agree um did you uh enjoy not having to edit the show um i it would have been really difficult for me to have edited the yeah. show and get it out on time for that week i actually was editing the other two shows uh, right. you in, did. when i was out there um so I edited the quiz show and the tweets while I was out there, and, and right before I left, I I edited the other one. So maybe maybe it was a good, nice little break. Well, I was happy to do it. I didn't have all the the tools that you have, or mm-hmm. uh, probably it took me a, a little bit longer than it would take in you. So I did get a definitely an appreciation for that. Was uh, the goal? The, <laughs> that, the goal. The goal I mean, was not to lose the business. The yeah. goal was for you to see yeah. how much work it, it is. It really was a lot of work that I did on Sunday, but, uh, so yeah, a newfound appreciation docs. Uh, but yeah, I didn't have the music. So the transition music wasn't, uh, I noticed that as well. Yeah, um, and then I realized, Oh yeah, the ones that we normally have are offline. Yeah. So they weren't online. But other than that, uh, yeah. It was uh it was a show. We got it done. We got it done. 
All right, Docs, this week in the news, all the running news that's relevant to the hosts. We do news from all over the country, all over the world this week. This was a uh, crazy story out of New Mexico. A bear attacked a woman who was running a marathon in New Mexico. I mentioned uh, this earlier in the program. Mm-hmm. Probably. That <laughs> there was a... Uh, a bear in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, so wildlife officials say a bear attacked a woman running a marathon in a national park in northern New Mexico. The woman s- suffered several bites and scratches and had injuries to her neck and upper body, but they weren't life-threatening. So that was good. All right. I have a few comments on this yeah. in the news thing. Um, not to make light of her situation, right? but I hope a bear attacks me at like the 11th or 12th mile of Marine Corps Marathon right. and I could get out of it, get out of the marathon. Uh, right, which is, like, you know, surface injuries here. Yeah, if everybody's like, you know what, um, you know, I can't drop out of the race. You guys have me doing this race that I don't want to do, Right. Uh, but if I get mauled by a bear... Then I think everybody will have a you know like people will will not really focus on the fact not, that I had to drop out. Good point. Not, all right. My second thing is, did you say that this is news from all over the world because it was from New Mexico? No, I'm saying we do news <laughs> from all over the world. Yeah, but because it's a story from New Mexico, you're like we need to make this right. international no, and not just I know, national I news. I understand that it, that it's uh, New Mexico is actually in uh, the continental U.S. here, so uh-huh. I do at least get that. <laughs> uh, but the uh, other joggers around her helped uh, until the emergency crews arrived, and then she was airlifted into Albuquerque's hospital. So the running community came together and helped her out, scared away the bear, worked with her on the injuries until emergency uh, folks could get there, and then airlifted her out of there. So uh, a happy ending-ish. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think there's any bears on uh, Route 110 that you'll mm-hmm. be running. Uh, at Marine Corps, so I think you're you're good to go with that. I'll be pissed if a bear attacks me at twenty five and a half. <laughs> now that like, would be yeah. If a bear is going to attack me, I want it to be in you know the first ten, eleven, twelve miles of the race, exactly, uh, that, or maybe mile eighteen. Yeah, that, that, that's but if true. I'm at if I'm at twenty five and a half miles, if I'm going up that hill towards the finish line and a bear attacks me, I'm gonna be so pissed. That's a raw deal. <laughs> I'm that gonna is be a, so that's mad. A tough, that's a tough deal. Yeah. Can you imagine you're almost finishing the marathon? Yeah. You probably aren't too elusive at that point. Right. So if the bear's attacking you there, you're you're probably have, pretty much supper for the bear. Now I have been in races where a bear jumped on my back. Yes. With yeah. that much to go. Uh, I think that's but there were no in the, injuries, not in the literal sense. Yeah. but uh, but yes, the, and one race where a bear jumped on my back and he was holding a piano. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. I think all of us have experienced that. All right, and that's your news. Wait, you're not going to put in uh, the news that I saw a single right Adidas running shoe on the conveyor belt at Dulles Airport yesterday? No, that is that's probably should have been my lead story. Yeah, that's, tell me about that. Well, that's the whole story. Oh, okay. I, uh, I hope you guys are kidding about this 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 kind feud of feud you have. Do you think and, she's the Hatfields and I'm the McCoys, <laughs> or do you think I'm the Hatfield and she's the McCoys? I don't know. Well, hopefully we can sort it out and have you guys together on this sh- show together for next week. Is I'd it say, an even or an odd? 
Next week is an odd. Uh, you'll see Joanna. <laughs> I think you are the Hatfield. She's the McCoys. Yeah, I kind of like the name Hatfield. Yeah, Hatfield suits you better. Yeah. All right, Docs, great show today. Man, inspiring to sit down with Jamie Watts. Great story. Thank you to her for joining us t- today on Pace the Nation. Check out her article in The Washingtonian. It's a great article. It's entitled Amazing Racer by Caroline Cunningham. A really good read. Again, join us this week at uh, Blue Jacket on June 30th or at Guapos on June 30th. Great options to uh, meet Jamie, meet your podcast hosts, celebrate with some podcast fans. All right, Docs. Hope to see you and Joanna next week. We'll get back on track for William E. Docs and the missing Joanna E. Russo. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week. we could do i can edit all of this and then and then give it to joanna and then she can script up all of her responses and then come in and just do like single audio track so joanna i didn't have this on the agenda but docs and i were at lake Anna. i had a great trip with a bunch of the kai shy members Mm -hmm. and you were there the whole time just like me well i was late because as we talked earlier i was Mm. in that great trip you were on this you were on the saucony bachelor (laughs) episode exactly uh, anyways, but luckily you didn't get the rose, and you were able to right. get so kicked out of the mansion, fine. and you came to and our. Finally, he was able to make it to Lake Anna. You know what Lake Anna was for Farley? It was it was the the Joanna of his uh, vacations, right, right? Second choice, exactly. <laughs> if I had stayed, I'd been with Charlie Band. No, I'm kidding. Of course, that's not that's that's totally inaccurate. Joanna, I only mean that in a podcast sense, not yeah, in a life right. sense. Of course. Okay. So we're there. A lot of fun. We had a great great time. Unfortunately, we found out that not everybody was a listener to the show. Mm-hmm. But the Kai Shai people don't all listen to the show. Well, so, some, some of them, some of them are not. Some of them are great loyal listeners, and mm-hmm. some of them, some them aren't. Have not listened to an episode. Not right. even one. Mm-mm. Not even one. So that was really so how, disappointing. Yeah, how do you address that? Well, we uh, w- we weren't happy, so we uh-huh. decided to. And you know, we had kids there, and so it was uh-huh. you know, it was a. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them were mine. No, none of them were mine either. Uh, but one of them was, was there. There was a uh, there was probably ten different couples or maybe eight couples there. And <laughs> who can know? Well, well, it was a two hundred acre lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I do know that it was actually it was thirty eight 
adults and kids combined. Okay. So the Kai Shai. 38 total people. To- total people uh-huh. in the picture. And I think there was a few in and out, too. Yeah. So not all listeners, uh, but when we found one of the kids who wasn't a listener, 10-year-old, I think it's, this is 10-year-old appropriate content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Docs decided to um, grab the guitar and sing him around the campfire. No, it wasn't not around. The it campfire. was in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was inside. <laughs> Decides to um, grab the guitar and make up a song and show his displeasure about the kid not listening to the podcast. Yeah. And and like uh, the podcast, it ran on for an hour and a half. Right, right. exactly. <laughs> well, he had to get a taste for yeah, what he'd be getting right, into. Yeah. Right, right. So we wanted to, yeah, give him that sort of thing. So taste. did you already have this song um, like no. in your head, like on deck? Not at all. No, it was just made up all Impromptu, on the spot. Yeah. totally. Another, another pull back the curtain. Yes. Um, I sing a lot of silly songs for the kids. Mm, okay. He's, he's, he, this one is the, is like, one of the older ones. Yeah, if I don't want to the say their name because I don't because yeah, I don't feel right. comfortable. They're minors. Like, yeah, they're minors. I don't right. know what's going to happen. Probably get sued for everything <laughs> we own, except for the uh, minute work. But, except yeah. except yeah. we've established that they don't listen, so there's no way that they'll <laughs> That's know. A good point. But uh, I always sing like silly songs to the kids. You know, mm-hmm. make them make them up. So they always they all call them Uncle Docs, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So it wasn't totally out of character, but I think that the song. Maybe was it wasn't a about a cat. Yeah. It wasn't about a cat that wears pajamas <laughs> and whose right. best friend is a soccer ball. That's yeah. correct. That's yeah. So I, I but I, it went well. But uh, great time at Lake Anna. Uh, oh, I need a, an update on the condiments. He came strong with the condiments. Yeah. yeah. And how many? Like how many were left over? How ma- nobody touched the relish. No. <laughs> Um, how many jars of relish did you have? Fifteen. Ninety percent of the condiments were left over. I mean, when Docs was assigned the condiments to bring uh-huh. to like Anna, he really knocked it out of the park. He yeah. came strong. Uh, and what we realized that uh, we had enough condiments for about six weeks, mm-hmm. and we were only there for about three days. But I also made a dessert while I was there. You did, uh, and then out of the ketchup and mustard, <laughs> no, and no. I made an an ice cream based dessert to which I took pictures of each step of the of the mm-hmm. process mm-hmm. and then i sent them all in a series of yeah. pictures to both of you uh because farley had just taunting uh, me. E- expressed displeasure in the the tasty videos yeah and basically farley said big deal and joanna said the presentation was terrible <laughs> <laughs> so then i was like i'm gonna stop texting <laughs> you these didn't two. get what you wanted out of that <laughs> yeah all right you you did it, it it definitely did uh you, you were definitely trying to get a rise out of me, and it worked. Well, that's why I, took, I just didn't. I just didn't respond. I normally don't take pictures every every time I I have a dessert or I make a dessert, but I was little. I think I was literally at the campfire with the mm-hmm. Colin Hay, so that's why when I all they something. when they all came in, yeah, I was about to pass out in my bed <laughs> when I sent those pictures. <laughs> well, it looked delicious. It was great. Uh, I, I hated. Of course, I, it was great. I hated the tasty video you sent, but it looked delicious. To our podcast tomorrow. Listen to our podcast more than once to get those numbers up. Listen to the podcast every second of the day. Dogs.
get that ranking up. It's moving up the list. You'll just it. pass the gardening podcast. <laughs> How dare you not listen to more podcasts? You'll learn about things like London, my dog. <laughs> listen to more podcasts or you're dead to us. That's great. That definitely should be in the extra. Yeah.